and welcome to the Heathen Weirdos podcast. This time around, we're tackling an ever more important topic, not just in general, but specifically for being a pagan in online spaces. After all, for lots of pagans, it is simply not safe to be open about your beliefs. We move online to help learn, share, and practice in relative safety. But before we get too deep in the mud, I'm not good at idioms, let's introduce who we have here today. My name is Sif, my pronouns are she, her. I'm Theo, my pronouns are they, them. And my name is Bjorn, my pronouns are they, them. Um, so, uh, qualifications for the record, I'm a cybersecurity engineer, Fortune 500 company, so information security and internet security is kind of my bailiwick. Kind of want to just kind of lead you, Bjorn, to tackling this episode and just like dispensing all of your knowledge so from the outset what does internet safety mean in pagan spaces so for internet safety in pagan spaces due to the fact that there is a lot of are a lot of people who are uh, in the broom closet being in uh, discord and some social media things like that and having a sense of anonymity to protect yourself um, is very very important so Internet safety means being able to be safe and without the risk of potentially harming yourself and your situation. Wow. Yep. <laughs> the, I was going to say, as, as someone who has to be like in the broom closet with my family, this is very important for me because if I was ousted with them, ousted, ousted as a pagan of any flavor with them, like I would not be able to live where I live and stuff like that. Mm hmm. That was a very serious comment, but I want to say that when someone says ousted, my brain goes to jousted. Yeah, I think I'm it's totally... outed instead of ousted, but it's okay. I don't know. When I think ousted, I, I always think of someone like tossing someone out an open door being like, here, eh, yeah. look upon thee. <laughs> I might be using that completely incorrectly. I like how dramatic it was, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes me think of defenestrated. But anyways, tangent. Um, <laughs> Again, this is... Defining. And so, not only, like, in the why, as, you know, Theo mentioned, you know, their particular situation, like, they would not be able to live where they live uh, if they were ousted. But even more than that, just, like, being safe on the internet, even if you aren't in the broom closet, is an important thing because there are bad actors and malicious characters who would love to have access to your bank account if they should use your credit cards or you know even more than that get access to your computer to use it for what is known as a botnet and be able to do like malicious attacks from your computer so all of these things are kind of uh, in the why even outside of us so oh no i've just realized this this is this episode is going to make me super paranoid <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, it was like it's clouds just descended. I was like, okay, I need to put multi-factor authentication on everything. Yes, uh, I have it on literally. Everything. That is what was one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, yes, please. If if there's anything that you have that could use multi-factor authentication, set it up. Um, I know Discord has it. I know most things nowadays have multi-factor authentication. Set mm -hmm. it up. Um, Use Google Authenticator, Microsoft, and there's a whole bunch of authentication apps to do it. So basically, so that when you go to sign into something, um, it will then have to require a one-time code that you will get from those authentication, you know, things, or they will to text you a code that you then put in. Um, do that. It keeps it even more secure because more and more you will find uh, 
breaches happening and passwords are being compromised. And so even in that situation where your password might be compromised, if they require that second authentication to get into your account, they can't have access to that. I mean, there's some techniques they can use with text messaging thing that they could still potentially get access to it, but that is a bit more complicated. Yeah. yeah. It won't um, be worth it to get access to some crap that I have, I guess. As I say, there is that whole um, risk vector. So, like, for certain people who are maybe have a, a high, higher job, government, something along those lines, they have to be extra special careful about that, but for the average person in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I use Authy. Is that a thing? It gives me a code anyway. Put loads of yeah. stuff in it. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Darn. One thing I've heard, so um, we're bringing this up because there are, it's it's really common nowadays to look up pagan and Norse heathen resources on the internet and like witch resources on the internet. And um, if you're anything like me and you aren't the biggest fan of Amazon, you might try to go to like a writer's individual website to buy their book from them or like maybe some other third party website to buy a book from them or materials or um an altar piece or something like that and like this is also like vpns and whatnot are also really important for that but i heard years ago from someone else who worked infosec that if you were making a purchase online you should always use a credit card Mm -hmm. is that true Um, so versus a debit card uh, yes, I yeah. uh, recommend to use a, a credit card versus a debit card because credit card policies and things along that are much more open about, you know, canceling payment or refunding things and things along those lines versus if they have access to your debit card and, you know, drop $4,000 worth of big purchases on your account. It's a much bigger, much more intense process versus a line of credit. Mm-hmm. Um, also okay. a lot more stressful. Yeah, I also, I, sorry. No, go ahead. I also know, so I go to a very small bank that is local to me, and they don't have the best stuff to protect them. I've definitely thought about switching. Anyways, so I know that with my credit card, I can have it set up so that literally every single time I make a purchase, even if I am the one holding the card and I make a purchase in a store, I can have a text message sent to me saying, this was, this purchase was done on this time, blah, 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 blah. So like, if you had that set up, I feel like it would be a lot easier to catch things like that. Oh, absolutely. So things along those lines and subscription creep is always a thing. Like, uh, I, I don't can't tell you how many subscription services I'm a part of because streaming is a thing as well as you know all of the stuff. So uh, keeping it in you know separated and segmented spaces is always uh, a good idea. And I would also recommend some things like uh, Privacy.com has a thing. It's a, a service where you can get like a one-time credit card use to like do a single purchase and stuff along those lines for the extra paranoid setting up like uh, uh, a specific card to use for Netflix or something along those lines. Okay. Interesting service. Not sponsored, just one that I that I like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's good to know uh, about. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Uh, I, was even, I was even thinking like even like three years ago, like a lot of the authentication stuff wasn't really a common thing and now I think it's on everything, which is totally fine. Like I am all for people not being able to steal my identity or get access to my shit. Um, yeah. So, and it, 
And also to kind of touch on what you mentioned a little bit ago was VPNs. Um, anytime you're on Wi-Fi that you don't know what is necessarily on it, use a VPN. Proton VPN is a good one. Um, everybody who's ever watched a YouTube video ever knows about NordVPN. Um, so the NordVPN is a, a decent one. Um, they have their issues and they had a breach. I have found uh, in my experience that a company after a breach is the most secure it will ever be. Um, nice. That's so <laughs> especially yeah. when when their um when their stick is being a security thing i was just saying i can't think of nordvpn without thinking of critical role <laughs> yep. heck you matt <laughs> no no like i said if you've ever watched a youtube video ever i feel like they sponsor almost everybody so you hear about yeah. nordcam from from every which good advertising on their part but, I was going to say, we are not sponsored by NordVPN um, or any of the services we're mentioning today. Correct. If Yet. I'm... Hush <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> I, I have faith in y'all. Other thing I would recommend uh, more than anything else is uh, password managers. Do not trust your browser to be your password manager. Your browser generally stores those in plain text, which is a go and find it and read the file that has all of your usernames and all of your passwords that you've saved into your browser. So not good because if anybody gets access to your system, that list of file is literally the same place for every user. So I can go in and see in plain text all of your passwords. So don't use your browser, please. Um, use a password manager. My recommendation is KeePass. It's free. Free to use open source. Because it's open source, you have everybody who is in security and keeping an eye on it, making sure it's up to date. The secure it can is as secure as it can be. Wow, that was hard for me to say. Um, but also like LastPass or OnePass or those any of those password managers highly. Yeah, that's good to know. Right. Um, Painful segue. Here we go. Pictures and being careful what you post on social media. Yeah. So um, one of my particular interests is something called OSINT. It's open source intelligence. It's where you can take things that are open source that are out there. It's on social media, publicly available, and extrapolate and pull information from. So if you ever want to, if you ever want to have a a, a scared slash paranoid experience, <laughs> go on Twitter and look up OSINT challenges. Um, where people will post like themselves in a street corner and be like, where am I? And like an hour later, someone would be like pointed on the Google map. You are here facing this direction, taking this picture, you know, like this. And it is scary. So um, be careful what you post on social media, uh, because the things you don't necessarily think of as being identifiable, there are people with skill sets who can look that in. Um, also, especially for 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 y'all who are content creators and you know to a certain degree have a bit more of a public presence, yeah, definitely be careful about that. Um, you can't eliminate all risk, but if you're at least cognizant of it, and uh, you can try to. Um, also, in today's day and age, with smartphones and iPhones and all those things, uh, there is a setting for most of those pictures that they will encode like GPS coordinates of like where that picture was taken. Um, it's called EXIF data, E-X-I-F. Um, turn that off. Um, and uh, if for whatever reason you have pictures you want to share that you think might have it, there are tools online that you can do to scrub that um, from those pictures. Now, that being said, most social medias claim, and I will put claim in 
quotation marks um, to scrape that from the picture before they will post it to your whatever. Uh, now, what they do with that scraped information, you never know because it's social media. Hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> I've decided I no longer, no longer want to be a content creator, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Sif, I love you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Well, my job is to be the paranoid security person so that you don't have to. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have anything else you want to add? Well, we could dive into so much more. So if there's a part two to this that ever comes out I mean, it could be because internet safety is so much more we can get into phishing and smishing and all oh, the things um, don't click don't, don't click on links that you aren't sure where they go to please for the love of everything holy mm -hmm. don't but um, it has a cool picture on it I don't care <laughs> um, yeah yeah uh, so like I said we can dive into so much more but for just a short little say... coffee break Phishing is the reason my while at work I don't have access to any Google. Like I well no. I can Google I can do like a Google search, but like Google Docs, Gmail, forget about it. Like not happening. <laughs> Let's say, if I remember correctly, um, just to throw the statistic out there, uh, KPG or KMPG or it's an accounting firm, big one. I'm probably butchering the actor there name um did a uh, assessment of security breaches in 2019 2017 something like that and uh over 90 percent of all security just started with a phishing attack so yeah. okay wow. i'll yeah. talk about that in another episode yep. yes phishing is spelled ph just for yes. our listeners. yes okay yeah we will have to do a part two there's i'll sit here for part two and realize how <laughs> Woeful, my security system. You can imagine Sif in the corner and the shadows are encroaching further and further over her. She's just like, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> update your computers, update your phones, keep your software and firmware up to date, please and thank you. Yes. I think that's a good that's a good sign off. Um yeah. right. <laughs> uh don't forget to weave the connection between the light like the like, subscribe, and bell button um, to stay up to date with all of our shenanigans. Follow us on Spotify. I think that's how it works. Apple Podcasts are also there and basically every other podcast platform. We have a Redbubble. There will be links. We have a Patreon. Patreon? Patreon? There we go. Where you can become a patron, but obviously no stress there. Um, Discord, we have it. It's goblinry. It's free. Incarnate. And it's free. I think that's covered everything. Yes, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to sign it off here. And uh, don't forget to keep heathenry weird. Yes. There we go. Part one. <laughs> okay. Okay.